This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Even if you're a busy business owner with more meetings than hours in a day, you are calm and collected when your group benefit plan is taken care of by Alberta Blue Cross. Your employees can manage their own health, dental, life, and disability coverage online anytime and on any device, making it easier for them and for you. To learn more and explore your options, head to ab.bluecross.ca. That's ab.bluecross.ca. Enjoy the show. Hey, fellas, we ain't gonna ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us go down, we have another, and another, and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them. Bang them. Bang them. Somebody light me up. It's time to huddle up. Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we're a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and also a part of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and thank you for joining us tonight, or thank you for downloading if you've downloaded the show, but we really appreciate it if you're tuning in live on YouTube uh, as we chat with all of our friends this evening, and boy, we have a fun guest for you tonight. Uh, Let's start by bringing in our usual gang, starting with the one and only Superfan Mike. How are you, Superfan? I'm doing good. Yeah, I got to get the little Elks antlers in there, so we're, uh, yeah. It's been uh, it's been a little weird not having uh, any good football to watch this weekend, but uh, you know we we may do with uh, some of the other teams. Yeah, well, you know the other teams are there. You know they have to you play know. too, and we need a break. But that's uh, true. Next week will be better. Yeah, that's, that's exactly true. how this works. Uh, super fan. Before I uh, I bring in our, our other regular crew, I just want to talk to you quickly about the uh, season seat holder event because we haven't had a chance to talk about it since then. Um, what a great evening! And uh, I think you and I would agree that that was a really well done uh, event, and that we hope they do more. Yeah, for those that uh, weren't there, uh, they opened up Commonwealth to the season seat holder. So while the team was in Regina playing the Riders, a fantastic finish that one was, um, we were sitting on the field at Commonwealth Stadium watching on the Jumbotron. So uh, they had um, things for the kids to do. They had a little uh, casino where you could win prizes and and, uh, things like that. Tons of great uh, door prizes as well, plus 40% off the team store, a little tour of the uh, locker room. Uh, just a lot of fun for those people that are season seat holders, and uh, I, I hope they make it an annual event. Yeah, I agree. And uh, yeah, that 40% off uh, meant I spent a lot of money that evening. Yeah, that might that be showing was... up in the hoard later. <laughs> you don't say. Weird. Uh, I'm actually wearing one of my new items that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Um, all right, let's bring in our other co-host uh, back to chat with us once again, Commissioner Kayla. How are you, Kamish? Well, I'm actually really sad because 40%? Wow. <laughs> right? It's dangerous. That sure beats 10. Dang. Uh, yeah, well, uh, hopefully yeah. they do it again. They'll do it Fine. again. Yes, They'll they need again. to. We'll hold out confidence. They're going to do it again. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's get into – let's bring in our guest because yes. um, yeah. we're excited to have our guest here tonight. Uh, and before I forget, uh, if you are following along on YouTube, make sure you put your questions in the chat right below for our guest, and we'll get to some of those uh, in a short bit here. Um, now, our guest tonight is making waves since joining the Elks on September the 1st. Uh, starting, of course, in the Labor Day game, he is dazzled with high-speed cuts, bouncing off defenders, adding a huge burst of speed to the offense and delighting CFL fantasy football fans everywhere. Uh, Elk starting running back at number four, Kevin Brown. Thank you for joining us, man. You're welcome. No problem. Uh, very, very excited that you're here. And uh, I know it's been a bit of a whirlwind for you for September, but uh, how has it been joining the Elks and, and playing CFL football? It's been a great experience, uh, something very different from what I'm used to, you know. Um, but uh, slowly but surely, I'm getting uh, I'm getting the hang of it. <laughs> slowly? I would say slowly. that it's, you're doing 
pretty well, pretty fast, I would say, <laughs> instead of slowly. But uh, <laughs> if this is slow, I can't wait to see fast. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're very excited about that. Exactly. Has it been a huge shift for you with the bigger field and all those kind of things? Uh, the bigger field, no, but um, the motion that that that's a that was a, a huge uh, difference that I noticed that I had to get used to, like um, motion out of the backfields on the hands of the quarterback. That's something that was very new to me that uh that I found completely very different. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. I find it interesting that every position seems to have a different thing they notice about Canadian rules versus the uh, what they've grown up learning. So uh, speaking about growing up and learning, uh, we like to go back to the very beginning of a, of a football player's uh, journey. So um, who introduced you to football and when did you start playing? Um, I'll say it started when I was watching, uh, you know, NFL games with my dad when I was probably like four. Uh, I think I started around that time also. Uh, as a young kid, I always was, you know, busy, you know, I'm always running around. Mom, dad had to come and chase me to get me, you know, to go somewhere. So, I mean, I might as well put all that energy to something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good good thing to put energy into. Very constructive. Actually, I don't <laughs> yeah. think any of us are complaining right now about that. Yeah. Um. Well, as it's not a school we regular hear about, tell us about University of the Incarnate Word and your experience there. Uh, Incarnate Word. Um, at first, I didn't know anything about it. Like, I didn't even know that, that school existed until uh, one of the coaches uh, called me and he was like, uh, am, am I interested on uh, playing for them? So I, I decided, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, the coaching staff was very, you know, um, loving you know they always talk about love all the you know family brotherhood and i think the reason i decided to go there was because my running back coach at the time his wife just had a baby and he was there to see me so instead of being in a hospital with his wife he was talking to me face to face so that showed yeah shout out to uh coach kirkland uh he showed very uh uh, dedication and uh, commitment. So I was like, oh yeah, this is the place I needed to be. And, and where is it located? And what exactly is it? Like, is it a different um, type of school? Uh, it's a small D1 school, Southland Conference, uh, F, F, FCS. Um, it's in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Okay. Yeah, it's a private Catholic school. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I was going to ask because I was like, in current <laughs> word, that kind of sounds a little theological. So I was a little interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, you said you you started when you were watching the NFL. So did, did you have guys that you looked up to when before you came to start playing? Um, at that young age, no. I, mean, I was just out there running around having fun, you know, as you know, all kids do. But then uh, I think it started when I got to probably middle school or high school. I started uh, recognizing one particular player, Marshawn Lynch, who I try to who I try to imitate and play like. So I mean, that's probably what y'all see now. Oh, that, yeah. a big tank! Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. On the other hand, I, I'm really glad that every answer isn't "you're here so you don't get fined." That's good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emu- emulate on the field. That's fantastic. All right. Super. Oh, if they don't, <laughs> you're right. If only they would have given him the ball instead of throwing it, Seattle would have had another Super Bowl. But yeah, I know. Um, so you've had a great success right now. You've got an 8.4 yards per carry average right now, which is absolutely outstanding. Um, what's been your biggest adjustment to your style in the CFL game? My biggest adjustment? Um... I'll probably say catching the ball more uh, since, you know, uh, it's not a whole bunch of running since it's only like what, three downs for first right. down. So I'll say catching the ball more out of the backfield. But anything else, uh, it's pretty much been the same. Well, I, I know I probably speak for all of us, but especially you, Mike. It's nice to have uh, more running plays. Yeah, I'll lately. take it. <laughs> and You're so, welcome. Oh, <laughs> Finally. Um, but coming off the big win over the Riders, where you rushed for over 100 yards, 
chef's kiss. We love to see it. But tell us how uh, it felt getting that first win and how do you feel the offense is coming together? Uh, the offense is coming together great. You know, uh, we're, starting to, we're starting to get it there. Um, but um, coming off of the win, it was great. It felt great. You know, uh, finally gotten uh, the momentum in the right direction. Uh, so right now it's just consistency and keeping it going. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Now you you play for three weeks and then you get a bye week. So I know you were basically new up here. So what what did you do for your bye week? <laughs> oh my! Uh, I was traveling. Uh, <laughs> I got on the scooters. Uh, me and my roommate Niger. You know, we got on the scooters. We just rode around downtown. Uh, I'm trying out new foods that I never really had because you know. Uh, I think I got it from my mom. I like trying new things. I like seeing new things. So uh, that's basically what I did on my bye week. Those scooters are fun. And cheap. And cheap. Especially with the U.S. dollar to Canadian dollar ratio. It's not bad right now. Yeah, I'm spending like $2 every ride. Yeah. <laughs> when, when I lived downtown and worked, I used to take those when I was late. So basically every day I would just find a scooter outside my house and just like Zoom to work. <laughs> yeah. So every day, good. So every day, yeah. 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 Exactly. So, um, um, oh, hang on. I was about to say, when, you're, when you've been out and about and doing that, have you had any like culture shock moments being in Canada? Because I'm assuming this is your first time in Canada. Yeah, first time in Canada. Um, culture shock? Uh, no, not really. Not except for y'all. Um, a lot of Canadians say "a," like almost <laughs> after you know a few phrases. So they was like "a," and I was like, "Okay, that's yeah." <laughs> yeah, I, I only saw that. I really only saw that on TV. So I thought it, you know, I didn't think it was like an actual thing until I got here. <laughs> I think we've been known to say it once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Once in a while. So, um, yeah. a question I've got is, uh, you're wearing number four. I know that you said your Twitter handle has a 30 in it. Uh, how do you feel about wearing the single digit? I love the single digit. Um, 30 was, uh, when I was in high school, my number was 30. And then when right. I went to Incarnate Word, my number was four. Oh. And, uh, since I had a, a great career, uh, and calling the word at four, so at four means uh, something more significant to me. And so being able to get a number four again, I was like, oh, yeah, this is nice. Well, that's perfect. Has, has your family been able to watch you up here? I know that the ESPN covers a few things, a few games down there. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're able to uh, watch it. They watch every single game since I had, uh, since I got up here. So they watched all three of them. And then on October 15th, uh, my family planning on coming up here and watching it live. Bring some nice. layers. How exciting. Yeah, I, yeah. I told him. I told him. Yeah. We should have extra blankets at the tailgate just yeah, in case. I think so. Yeah. I told him. I told him, don't be shocked when it starts snowing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Touch wood. hopefully we'll be okay. Yeah. Then, but we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, make sure you tell him to come early to the game and come over to the tailgate. We'll feed him. Oh, we'll yeah. I would definitely do that. Before. What, yeah, that's that. What is on the menu? Happy Am I allowed to ask that, or is that later on in the pod? What are we having well, you can for the fifteenth? Yes, bacon mac and cheese. Oh, Ooh. perfect fall homemade. You bet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Save me a plate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just pass it through to the door. Through yeah. the door or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so case security, we're allowed. <laughs> um, but. Going back to the team, who are the guys that you've connected with the most so far? Um, I'll say Ante for sure. Uh, Sauls, Taylor, Tanner, um, DC, Jalen, uh, D. Mitch. Uh, there's probably a few other guys with names I probably do not remember, which is sad. There's a lot of guys on the team. <laughs> It's a lot of guys. Yeah. My roommate, my roommate, of course, Niger. You know, I can't forget him, Mr. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he had a great. Oh man, he had a great TD catch at practice on Saturday. That was uh, I got give him a shout out. That was a fingertip 
beautiful catch. Oh, I, we we all cheered. It was amazing. Um, but uh, I, I'm happy to say that I'm, I'm happy to hear you call him D Mitch because we used to have a Bryant Mitchell on the team and he was called B Mitch. And so now we have D Mitch. And uh, but I uh, shout out to Dylan too because he came over after practice and sat down and chatted with us, and it was like, he's yeah, he's he's a good dude. So um, I already yeah. gave him some food suggestions. So maybe talk to him and you guys can pair up for eating. That's uh, this I gave him a couple oh, of good too. So um, super fan, do we have any fan questions there that we need to get to? <laughs> well, I think we can qualify this as fan questions, but let's give it a shot. So first up is Coach Vic. Uh, did you always play running back throughout your entire uh, football career? Uh, no, I also played uh, a little bit of corner when I was in uh, junior high school. Oh, that's cool. awesome. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, this guy can run really fast. Let's put him in the, put him in the running back spot. Here, grab this ball and bounce off those guys. Yeah, that's great. Oh, and I also played a little bit of slot receiver also. Oh wow! Nice, just a little. Handy for like those hands. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, next up, I don't know if we call this a fan question or not, but we have it from Sammy, and I'm going to try and pronounce this: Gahagan, Gahagan, uh, our, uh, our our slimed scout for the Edmonton Elks, who's asking, oh. uh, "What was your process like after your senior year, getting ready for pro day, etc.?" Um, what was my process like? Yeah. Uh, it was a whole bunch of training, really. Uh, no me time, just a whole bunch of training. So I wake up, I wake up every day around 5, 5.30, work out at 6, come home. Then I'll go to work because I was also working at the time. And then after work, I would do some field work, like catching, uh, footwork drills, uh jump cuts and uh, some ladder drills and some stadium runs. And that was like almost every day until I got that call. That's awesome. Uh, he also asks, how did you get to the CFL? Um, G-Roy called me actually. So uh, nice. uh, if it wasn't for G-Roy, I, was, I wouldn't be here. That's awesome. He says, what was that phone call like for that first time? Oh, I was, I was such in shock. Like when he called me and told me, I just had to pull the phone from my ear, and I was like, really? Oh, yeah, cool, yeah, I'm on the way. <laughs> that is awesome. Great to have yeah, uh, our director yeah. of U.S. Scouting on the questions. <laughs> and we're also going like, yes, really, yes, come on. Yeah, we, we need somebody who can run. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, any others in there, super fan? That's it right get... now. Yeah, let's get some, some rapid fire. Let's get some rapid fire. So these are quick questions. Uh, that, that way you can answer quick or long or whatever you like, but uh, quick questions. Uh, let's start with what do you like to do when you're not doing football things? Um, I like to sleep a lot. I also like to eat. <laughs> and uh, I like to watch anime. Oh, nice. Ooh, that's cool. Anime? What's your favorite anime? My favorite anime? My favorite anime? Yeah, it's now Naruto. I don't care what anybody says. It's Naruto. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> Classic. Uh, you said yeah, you love eating. What's your favorite food? So since I'm from the south and I live like five minutes from the beach, I'm going to have to say seafood is my favorite. So like crab legs, oysters, um, scallops, you know, all kinds of seafood. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm just getting <laughs> landlocked. <laughs> Not so. Uh, so, what's your favorite music artist or song, or both? Oh, that's easy, easy. Uh, artist, I'm gonna have to say NBA YoungBoy, of course. Um, song, uh, song. I don't know. I, I have a lot of a lot of songs that I like. I can't really pinpoint one. Fair. It's a tough question. Oh yeah, that's okay. If you got. If you, you got the artist. That, that yeah, some yeah. people don't have that. Hey, yeah. this is easy and it's an artist. So I was that's like, good. what genre? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, easy one. Chicken wings. Do you like the flats or the drums? Flats. Flats all day. Flats. Hey, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So on game day, what are your pregame rituals? Pregame ritual. Well, it starts. It starts before game day. So the night before, I'll pray and I'll pray for. 
uh, protection over me and all the guys that's on the field. Uh, I'll pray for focus. I'll play for vision, sure hands, uh, speed, and uh, durability. And then game day, uh, I'll pray again before the game. It's just a whole bunch of praying, really. Like I don't step, I don't step, I don't go to, I don't go to bed about praying, and I don't step on the field before praying. So that's my ritual. That's awesome. I hear you there. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, what is your guilty pleasure snack food? Can I have more than one? We'll, we'll give away that. <laughs> Although I guilty pleasure snack food. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to say marshmallows. Really? Straight out the bag marshmallows. Yes. That's a new one. Straight out the bag marshmallows. That is. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But the big ones or the mini ones? The big ones. The big ones. The big ones. And then, like, if you stick them in the microwave and you, you know, heat them up for a good maybe five, ten seconds. They'll expand and they get real soft. That's when that's the one the best time to eat them. There's a Dang. Pro tip. You oh you should open up a restaurant just like marshmallow. <laughs> the hipsters will go mad here. They'll totally eat that up. Pun intended. They should sponsor me. They should sponsor me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Stay puffed. <laughs> There's Victor Quee. Calling Victor Quee. Yeah, he'll he'll get on that. Um you uh, okay, so next question. You get to see a game in any sport anywhere in the world. What game is it and where? That's tough. It is tough. It is tough. I want to say, I'll probably say NBA. I lied. NFL, Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up line. Yeah. Yeah. NFL Super Bowl. I appreciate oh, that you made it. Would there be a specific stadium in the Super yeah, Bowl? Super like Bowl. or just okay. just a Super Bowl in general? I'm gonna have to go with the Oakland Raiders because I feel like oh. that's the hardest fan base in the NFL. So I feel like that would be a crazy experience. So I have to say in Oakland. Do they even have Super Bowls in Oakland? That's fair. Well Vegas. I don't now. even know, but well, now, well, I guess so. I was gonna say it's either Vegas with the Raiders or it's the so- SoFi they just redid, yeah. right? That was last year, yeah. so and it's but definitely the Raiders. That might be the one. That's awesome. All right. So, so all right, across your career from from high school on up, what's your favorite football experience so far? Favorite football experience. I would have to say it was uh, one particular play we was playing uh, against. Uh, Nichols when I was at UIW in Cardinal Word. And uh I ran a eighty yard touchdown and right right after the half and then before the half I ran a sixty five yard touchdown. Dang. Oh, we need to see that again. <laughs> yeah. yes. I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's at harder home. than it looks. At home. It's, hard. So it's about harder this- than it looks. Yeah, but it's coming. We know it's coming. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's coming. Oh, yes, yes. We have three home games, just no pressure, but no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> uh, so what would you want to say to all the fans coming to see you? I do want to thank all the fans coming. I'm going to say thank you guys for the support. Uh, keep supporting us. Um, and uh, uh, I appreciate and we appreciate everything that y'all do for us, you know, on and off the field, uh, celebrating with us and for us. Uh, just thank you. Love it. Outstanding. Outstanding. Um, well, Kevin, thank you so much for taking some time to join us tonight. We really appreciate it and uh, loved the chat with you. Glad we got some laughs in there. That's good. And uh, it's obvious to me that we need to set a date and take you some, some food somewhere. Seafood. Thank you. Boo. I do appreciate uh, you taking time this evening. I'm going to take you up on that offer, us. too. Um, where can you should absolutely please hold us to it hold yeah, us you to say it. food we're there um where, where can people twitter or, or social media and those you said where can you find me on twitter and social media um yeah, yeah. twitter yeah yeah it's 
Kevy two V's as in Victor. So K E V V Y underscore thirty. Instagram, uh, same thing, but it's a period instead of the underscore. Yeah, try to keep it simple. Yeah, perfect, awesome. We will. That that makes it easy. That's right. Well, we uh, we will be following you, and of course, on Saturday we will be watching you tear it up on the field. Uh, best of luck, and uh, we will be right back. Do you ever feel like just a number, a digit, a denominator? A decimal, another cog in the big bank machine, waiting on hold, online, never on time, and always on your dime. Like your worth is only calculated by your net worth. In a world full of numbers, it's nice to know there's a place where you're not one. Connect First Credit Union. Bank on a brighter future. And we are back, and we are joined by two other friendly faces from the CFPN, from the Alouette's flight deck. It is one Tim Capper and one Clifford D. Pine. How are you guys? Doing good. Awesome. How are you? Yeah, we're doing good. We're still we're still friends, at least until Saturday. Sure. Before... Oh, three hours. That's all it is. That's all that it is. For the rest of September. Let's, let's put say, it that yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, careful, careful, Cliffy. You're going to start getting tweets from Kayla, and we all know how those go. Yeah, that's right. Um, don't want to get. Uh, come on, you don't remember that from the our conversation yeah. the other day? Okay, what? remind. remind you. Oh, she's so yeah, pleasant. Exactly. Probably. That's right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Probably me. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, line of the year. Oh, line. Still makes me laugh. It's outstanding. Um. Thanks for joining us, guys. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, and how are things out in Alouette's land? Well, I think Tim and I have finally frosted from Friday night's game. That was uh, surprisingly <laughs> chilly. I mean, yeah. I, I know it's autumn now, but holy cow, like the temperatures dipped down to single digits. I'm like, ooh, was not expecting that. Wow. Yeah, the w- the wind the wind was the wind was playing tricks on us. You know, Cliff Cliff and I were just freezing in the stadium. And it was like we were looking at the at the uh, flags on the uh, goalpost, and we're like, "Wait a minute, why aren't they moving?" <laughs> it made no it sense. So yeah, we thought it was particularly ballsy of uh, the Alouettes to go for a fifty-one yard field goal. I'm like, don't they realize how windy it is? And then, okay, he made it, great. But then, like, oh yeah, the as, as Tim said, the the flags on top of the uprights were barely fluttering. So yeah. who the heck knows with that stadium how, how that the wind tunnel effect works? They're just frozen in place. As long as it's uh, (laughs) frozen in place. Nice, nice, Mike. That was very good. Uh, That's excellent. Uh, I understand, uh, Capper, when we get you on, uh, I know you have some some hoard items, much like Mike does. Uh, Do you want to give us your hoard items first? Oh, really? Oh, that's that's nice of you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, first. we treat our I guests. don't know, to be honest, unlike Mike, I don't know the history of this. I do know this looks like this comes from any type of, because um, you know, today you have the stuff that have the holograms and the stickers and stuff like that to prove that the CFL has given their seal of, seal of approval. So these are something that I've seen on eBay once before, missed out, and I had to see if I could make sure that I get it again. But it looked like to be um, advertising. For, you know, four actual merchandise for the Alouettes, for, and we're talking. And with the oh, helmet, obviously, it's 1986. So, because everything from the Pantone colors down there, and the different type of logos, which I'd forgotten that the Alouettes had done this. This is this is pre. Hey, our guys, you'll remember this. This is pre when the uh, before the Expos put that little fleur de lis above their e. So they put a little right. something above their e here. Mm-hmm. So, but that yeah, looks, looks like a branding guide. I, I think so as some sort of they're not stickers that I do know for yeah. a fact, but it's uh it's something that'll be you know uh very cool to actually put into a, a frame. So absolutely um, I'm looking forward to that. that but th- thanks for giving the thanks for giving me the, the chance. That was nice of you guys. That is That's awesome. uber retro too. Yeah. That's yeah. pre me. <laughs> wow. But not a, a pre me. <laughs> now I really am she she always something Cliff, she's making us feel old. 
That's it, man. Just oh. and you got yeah. mad because I, I suggested you were middle aged back when we were doing the bad monkey popcorn uh, taste testing. <laughs> well, I hadn't reached fifty. I hadn't reached fifty yet. <laughs> yes. But... Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, you know. <laughs> I gotta go take my um. <laughs> my scent from one a day. <laughs> Centrum Silver. I gotta mix my metal Metamucil in with my beer. Wait, does that work? I don't, I don't Can't hurt. Give it a try. Um, all right. I was gonna say that the other good thing about having that is that now you could take that to Sherwin Williams to get the colors right. Like, I mean, oh, I love. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm only so limited in what I can actually you know paint here in my uh, my man corner. Um, so corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a full cave. No, no. It's just it's just a man corner. So nope. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> It's better than a man nook, I guess. Next time you're on, I I want that wall beside you to be red and blue. Exactly. Yeah, really, or just yeah. you know, run it through a printer and just stick it on the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, get get one of the things like little giant giant fat heads, like the, yeah, the giant exactly. fat heads, and put them up on the wall. So I love it. I love it. Uh, super fan, let's go to you for some right. uh, hoarding now, and you can tell us. Sure, what, uh, I got a couple of things. Uh, like you had mentioned, we did have a great opportunity uh, to get a forty percent off at the team store uh, when we were at there. And uh, oddly enough, yes, sir. Uh, I first learned about these from one of our esteemed guests, Mr. Capper. Did mention that they were doing the retro headwear from the uh, turf traditions, and so I did, of course, oh, pick up one of those nice. beauties. And because it's forty percent off, I figured, you know, why not get two? So, oh. <laughs> wow, that was quite the camera. Quite work the reveal. Right there. That's, I know. I I learned good. it from a, a friend of mine who, uh, during one of his videos, would have hats come up like this. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe we'll share one of those later uh videos so yeah yeah, yeah. uh so I, I do find it interesting with the years they put on these just because the western teams tend to be newer than the eastern teams like if we look at uh ottawa they say what is it 1876 and i'm like aren't they 2014 that seems a little odd um Mm-hmm. If but if they're 1876, why aren't we 1908? Because we had the team back then too. But anyway, uh, another th- couple of things I picked up. Uh, this was kind of neat. Also got it at the same day. Um, a new book has come out, and I do love getting new CFL books. Ah, this is a good one. Put this on your reading yeah. list. I want oh! that so bad. <laughs> there we go. It is a true story of how uh, Spike came to join the team with the Edmonton Elks. So a very lovely story written by Alexandria Dom uh, and illustrated by uh, Margot Claire McWatt. Uh, I believe Alexandria Dom is the wife of uh, Evan Dom, who is a nice. communications guy. So very, very cool, very talented. And it's a fun little read. Great for kids and, uh, you know, us big kids. Um, a couple more things I just picked up. These uh, were not from the team store uh, recently. Uh, these don't really come onto the secondary market very often, but it's kind of cool to read. And this is the uh, player's handbook uh, Ooh, that was given cool. out. Uh, this is the early 2010s, 2010 to 2013, um, which is kind of cool just to sort of read through it. It's, it's got a ton of information on, on what to expect. I love the section on what to say and not to say to the media. So uh, we should learn about that kind of thing. Um, and lastly, because uh, I do love all things Edmonton football, not just the Elks and previous incarnations, uh, I picked this up. And this is a lovely crest that would have been sewn on your jacket from the University of Alberta 1941-42 interfaculty rugby team. So wow. there were four teams back then. Um, that would have been, uh, let's see if I remember this right, uh, medical, pharmacy, dental, the agriculture engineers and then arts law um would have been the four teams in the interfaculty rugby uh, and some of those guys also played for the senior rugby team who would have played against edmonton back in the day so uh kind of neat uh, a war era thing and of course this is back when green and gold was the opposition so that's yeah. kind of neat oh that is wild that's yeah very wild. That's where'd very you find cool. that uh a friend of mine sent that off to me uh nice. he happened to run into it and he said uh you're interested i'm like yeah yes <laughs> Always. <laughs> Isn't it a little early for stupid questions? Um, 
So he's a writer fan in Calgary. So he's like, whatever. Uh, it's the wrong color green for me. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> it is I'll not take it. the wrong color for me. So I think yeah. the Alouettes are coming out with their own mascot book, too. I think it's called Two Mascots, One Mascot, Mommy, What Happened to Blitz? Oh, that'll be fantastic. Can't we read that one? Yeah. yeah. Okay, what is your mascot? Is it still that bird? It's Touche, but we had one eons ago, which was called Blitz. Yeah, uh, and he was one of those big blow up doll- those big blow up ones that uh, like I think like your no your football wasn't that uh, I don't think Alex no. ever had one like that. Not a but giant it, it, basically it's an, in, it's an inflatable mascot where the dude would go in there, turn it upside down. Anyways, he, he he's been all of a sudden missing for many many years and uh, <laughs> you know. unsolved mysteries. That's it. That's next episode. I oh heard. my gosh, that's yeah. cute. Fun fact, he was also the only mascot to be ever fined by the late, great Don Matthews. You are correct. Find why. I feel like there's there's has to be juicy. For interfering with uh, the touchdown celebration. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He got himself involved and uh, uh, Don was not too impressed. I was going to say, did he deflate? Maybe that's what happened. Potentially, I, I heard Yuppie was his uh, Yuppie was his lawyer, and it didn't go too well. No, I, you got to get the CD single of Don Matthews' rap. That would be great. Yes. What time is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was magnificent. Play that for that the was players. a banger, as the kids say. Yeah. I don't even know if the kids say that, but yeah. Uh, well, let's ask Kayla. Do the kids say it or not? No. <laughs> well, fine then. Uh, it's hell when you're middle aged. <laughs> oh, it made it even better the, the pause. The, <laughs> no. The maybe processing, that's, processing. Yeah. Gen X, maybe? Yes. The ever young generation X. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I get for paying five minutes yeah. of TikTok. Um, <laughs> I get all the wrong info. Fake news. <laughs> I had, to, I had to pay for TikTok. Yeah. I don't know what you're what talking about. I don't know why I'm still paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's going down. The road. I don't want to go down. All right, let's talk about this week. Uh, week 17, uh, Elks versus the Alouettes. Uh, Elks are back off their bye week, uh, and they're at home uh, uh, to face the Montreal Alouettes. Um, so, Cliffy D, Tim Capper, um, have you guys? I, I I forgot to ask you this earlier, but have you recovered from the helmet oh, poutine yet? That's awesome. That was not a yeah. bad poutine, I gotta say. Uh, yeah. I mean, given the circumstances, given the fact that uh, I think they kind of rushed the production of it, uh, the fact that they had to get so many of these helmets out because there's a finite number of them and the demand was through the roof. Like we were very. Pleasantly surprised to see that it had sold out so quickly, but I think in that sense too that they kind of rushed the production of it because I felt at the time like okay, it's kind of cool, it's a neat concept, but at the same time, looking at it, I'm like didn't feel like it was filled all the way, and it, it was not a terrible Putin by any stretch. But I mean, I'm also a bit of a Putin snob, so it's it could have been better, but could I think it was an okay stating Putin. Would you say it's a fair assessment, Tim? There we go. <laughs> Love the hair yes. on the top. That's fantastic. Yes, and that's how we got it out of the stadium. That's more Putin. I would think it was a very good Putin. I'd like to thank Cliffy D for being there with me to, in order to get one. Yeah, it's Putin from now on. Putin? Oh my. Putin. <laughs> That's done. Fun fact: That's how Tim Stiles' hair. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> little trim right around the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was good. It was good. They, they, it's funny. The Owls actually brought back their the same Putin that was in it this week. The um, uh, pulled pork Putin. Mm-hmm. But I'm under the impression from some questions that I've been asked by some people that this may be a thing next year and other CFL cities next year. So that'd be great. I mean, oh, cool. we love those helmets. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, I'm we, looking forward we to seeing the pierogi helmets from you guys. Oh. <laughs> I want to see Andrew wear it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have any hair to stick well, out on the top, though. That's well, I, I, just put it right. I just didn't put. I just didn't, didn't put the top. You know. You know. I, uh, oh, you went I had to actually oh, prove okay. that I still had hair or something. Okay. 
I'm impressed you could find it in your corner. That's well, the important part. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. Well, as I said, that may. I was waiting for Cliff to have some I was, yeah, comment yeah. on that, but he probably bit his tongue hard on that one. That was pretty yeah. Yay for video. I made to expand. This is a marathon, not a sprint, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So we have a two o'clock start for this game. Um, four o'clock for you guys out that way. It's family day at the game. All the kids get in for free. Uh, it also means that the tailgate will open around 1130 a.m. Uh, and the menu item for this week. Oh, Super there's Fan a bit of a is... might be a bit of a change of play slightly. Uh, we are planning to have a grilled mm-hmm. cheese and tomato soup. Always great on a cooler day. But there might be a special ingredient brought along. We will mm-hmm. see. Uh, we're thinking of doing a uh, smoking a brisket for 24 hours before then and Ooh. having brisket grilled cheese sandwiches. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Cool. With yeah, that's nice. If you add Velveeta, I'll be I'll be there. With you. <laughs> for you, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what doesn't go wood with a nice you know 24 hour smoked brisket like some Velveeta? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> yeah, well, peppers come. Let's, let's yeah. get the cheese whiz out. Cheese yeah, in a wait, can, what? Andrews. Cheese oh, in a can. spray cheese oh. on the wagyu beef. That'll be great. Oh my God! <laughs> You'll put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari, people. I know. This is blasphemy at its finest. <laughs> I'm even, cringing so hard, Cliff. Even if one of the, even if that sticker does say that my my daughter is an honor student. <laughs> yes, even then. Oh, okay. Because you clearly aren't oh if you're doing God. that shit stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, that, that stuff. Uh, wow. I don't remember if you guys allow swearing or not anymore. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. That's fine. We that's what we have fire trucker for. Um, so let's uh, let's let's start with the the owls in this game. Um, what uh, what are your guys' thoughts on on the? Keys to the game for the Owls. I know they're they're coming off the you know the win, but what what's next for them to to wrap up the win this week? Uh, let's start with you, Capper. Well, I was going to say, and is that one thing that the Owls fans, as Owls fans, we don't know right now is the Owls did get pretty dinged up. We had two players currently off on the one the game. We had two guys go down this past week, so and they're pretty big names. One of them being Nick Ushers, uh, specifically. Um, we need to find out what our what our roster is going to be like on on day one for practice. That's that's the main thing because if uh, the Owls need to bring in some guys to make some changes, then I'm you know we'll find out then. But to me, that's really the one thing. And then which which I know we're switching to offense. I'm switching to offense, but which Trevor's going to show up, right, Cliff? Mm-hmm. It's funny. I looked at this game and I thought, like, of all the former Elks that are now Alouettes that are coming back to this game and how they've been impactful players over the past couple of games. Specifically, Nafis Lyon, Thomas Costigan, mm-hmm. Walter Fletcher, and yes, believe it or not, Trevor Harris. How are these guys going to perform <laughs> at their first game in Commonwealth in ages? Well, we're, a year for Trevor. It works know. for you because it's at Commonwealth, so... I'm kind of hoping they have the same record they've had for a while in Commonwealth, but, you know, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, um, and, and I believe this is Amondo Seawell's first game back at Commonwealth wearing the really. Uh, so he, no, he played the season opener for you guys. Second, right? Not the opener, but the game two. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, okay. Mike that's Moore's right. Though, I forgot I about that. Sorry. So uh, yes, that's right. Mike, Mike Moore. Morris. Yep. So yeah, it's uh, Elks East coming back to play in the the big stadium. So uh, so Cliffy, other than what what Capper was saying, is there is there any other spots where you're, like I know we talked a little bit about guys returning and that type of thing. Is there spots on defense or things where you're looking to say, okay, this is a key to the game for them? I think the secondary for the Alouettes really like I've seen some improvement over the past couple of weeks. Uh, it's it's still so so much of a question mark. Uh, the Alouettes didn't have Mark Antoine Decoy in the lineup last week due to a personal issue. Uh, unfortunately, he lost his mother. Oh. Uh, so I'm curious to see how he comes back. I think I think this. I think they did a very good job in replacing him, but I know that he is very much still a focal point of that secondary, along with Raheem Wilson and the Feast Lion. 
I want to see how these guys gel again. I want to see these guys really live up to their potential because I think that the secondary this year, they've been tested. And sometimes they've passed the test and sometimes they've failed miserably. And I, I really want to see them play the kind of game I expect them to play, the kind of game we've been seeing the past, over the past couple of games. I really want to see this the secondary come together like never before. And I think that if they can do that against Edmonton, and again, you know Taylor Cornelius is going to test these guys. He's going to try to find his receivers, whomever they may be, and they're going to get tested. I really want to see these guys step up to the plate and do what I think they can do and what they've shown that they can do over the past couple of games, and that's just make plays happen. So if this secondary can do that against Edmonton, I think Montreal is going to, unfortunately, help keep that losing streak going for the Elks. <laughs> the home losing streak, I mean. We, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of that. Is that new? <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, I realize my chair is slowly sinking as I'm sitting here. I can see that. The, I'm watching the video. Just, 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 it's like you're sitting scary. at the kids' Everyone's table. Yeah. <laughs> I did look at like that. I felt like that too. My knees are banging at the end of the table. Okay. Uh, let's switch to the elk side of the ball. Uh, Commissioner, keys to the game for our team to pull out the oh. win at home. We got uh, You would think, but you know, who knows with our record? It could be way later. Who knows? But we'll hope not. Um, I think. Just kind of echoing what the guys already said with which tre- which Trevor's going to show up. I think he's going to be our focal point and really honing in on making his worst side come out a little bit more. And hopefully because it's at Commonwealth that um, not that I believe in like jinxes or anything, but that that'll help maybe the mental state of, of Trevor just coming back to Commonwealth and like bring up bad memories and kind of throw that off. But then of course, with our defense now being a little bit more cohesive, our offense starting to click, um, I'm just hoping that the wrong Trevor shows up and the defense really takes advantage of that. So I think that's the key to the game is what you guys already said, which Trevor, because I mean, we've gone through all these steps of what the keys to the game are for us. I think it's now relying on the other team to have those faults for us to actually get a win at home. (laughs) That's fair. Um, Speaking on that, what what do you guys think about? Because I mean, last game, and I understand Saskatchewan's O line very different than the Montreal O line, but Elks, you know, basically rushing three and getting in and getting sacks. So, how, how do you how do you feel about that, or how do you prepare for that as the Alouettes O line? I mean, you got to give Trevor some time to get stuff going. I mean, he, yes, he does hold on to the ball way too often, but if he gets into that mode where he's just going to be doing dinks and dunks, if he get the ball out quickly, which he did actually do a pretty good job of, all things considered, against uh, Hamilton this week, he got the ball out pretty quick and was still able to move mm-hmm. the ball. It was bits at a time. Like, that first half of football was just atrocious. <laughs> it really was. But he was still able to do the little things properly. And even though you didn't get quite as many touchdowns as you would have liked or any sort of positive you know, any sort of scoring done in that first half, Trevor was still doing the little things. And if you can give Trevor the chance to do that, you know, he'll, he'll make you pay for it. But if you make him hold on to the ball too long, you will get to him because yes, this offensive line does do a pretty good initial job, but I find a lot of times too, where they just, you know, they make that initial tackle. And if you can just get a swim move or get past them just a little bit and get to Trevor and he's still holding onto the ball, that's an instant sack right there. And Tim, how many times have we seen that where it's just like, just the pocket collapses right around him and just right away just swallows like up. Yeah. 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 I mean, he doesn't do an AC turtle, but I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just very, I mean, considering how strong and, you know, what Hamilton did last week versus Winnipeg, you know, for the Owls not to give up a single sack, a single sack with Trevor behind, you know, behind center. That to me, that really bodes well for our offensive line. I mean, as you said, it, it, we're not happy sometimes with the play call and what Trevor, when Trevor, you know, decides to go ahead and run or whatnot, or or double clutches or tries to go across field with with a pass. I was very surprised. I was very surprised. Uh, I was very happy. So I mean, that's I can only hope for that next week. And I also found too, like last week against Hamilton, like there was a lot of times where he made throws against his body that he had no business connecting with. I was able to get down and feel like that one pass to Jake Winecki. There is no, like, I, 
I don't know how much of it was just dumb luck or just the fact that Jake had to work double hard just to get that catch and move the chains. I, but you, you can't rely on passes like that working every single time. And if Edmonds can just find a way to get in his kitchen and just disrupt him, that's going to make a huge difference in, in how he approaches the game. Well, and that's the danger of Montreal too, is that they always seem to have that comeback story. And it, it was with that with VA and it seems to be with that with Trevor. So that's what's, a little bit scary for me because even if say we are th- that first half we are up that's still for me I'm like well you know what you can mount a comeback it's the story of the Alouettes for the last couple of years too they just find ways to win they sometimes do. or find or you know <laughs> when, when they're inspired and when they just get things clicking yeah. like they did last week it was it's it's great but I mean that's it's still not a it's not something you. It's not something you can strategize for, and something that you should be planning to do each and every week. Like ideally, you'd want to get ahead and stay ahead, but for whatever reason, I think uh, Montreal just likes to let their opponent hang around and maybe lull them into a false sense of security, and then turn on the jets and make plays happen. It's like flipping the switch. I I don't know how or why they do it like that, but I guess they figure it works. So here we are. You get the win. Yeah. That's right. That's that, that's what it comes down to. They don't ask how; they ask mm-hmm. how many. So, super fan, what do you think about uh, the the, the I think game sort of plan? Backing on what everyone's been saying, plus what we saw against Regina, Saskatchewan and Regina, um, you need to control that line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. I think we uh, had eight sacks versus only two against, um, and we really held mm-hmm. the running game to next to nothing with Hickson. Uh, I think he had 1.8 or 1.9 yards per carry. Last time we played Montreal, in Montreal, it was, uh, uh, I think, 60, 65 yards for Fletcher. Um, we need to sort of drop that again um, because he had like a nine-yard average against us, and we need to, to make that happen. Plus, keeping uh, Taylor upright is going to go a long way. Uh, a lot less sacks in the game when we played in Montreal. It was just uh, one to nothing. We had a sack. They had none. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that again. So if we can sort of do that again, give us a little more time for our guys to get open. I think that uh, uh, we know, like, Taylor likes to throw the ball. As long as it's accurate, we should be all right. And let's put that ghost to bed. I think it's uh, it's long overdue. We are now tied with 14 consecutive home losses. It's time that uh, we stop talking about that and start talking about some wins. Yeah. Oh, I I wholeheartedly agree. Um, all right. Well, then my keys to the game are pretty much what you guys said. But the other thing I'm going to add is whoever takes the most penalties. <laughs> so, and we both know that these teams are kind of good at that. So let's uh, reel in the flags, shall we? Uh, that's what I want. And if Kenny Lawler's uh, back. The other key to the game. He uh, he took it. Oh, he is. There was a lot of penalties oh, on him last game. So just saying. Yeah, that's true. Yep. So uh, be lo- go Kenny Lawler. Um, so I'm excited. The other part is that though, and, and I mean, he, he uh, and he was on the show earlier. <laughs> the key to the game is running back Kevin Brown <laughs> because, oh my goodness, eight and eight point six yards per carry average. Get that guy the ball. Let him run wild over the field. Uh, I am excited to see uh, him uh, and some of our other guys, Dylan Mitchell, complement guys like Kenny Lawler. 100%. And to me, that kind of coming together at the right time. So uh, I'm excited to see those guys, and I think those are those are big keys to the game. So will be a very, very fun game. Let's get to some pick'ems for the rest of the week. Um, there is a few other games going on. We're back to normal now. We have four games this week. It's the three. I'm excited about that. What are you pointing at? Like Kayla, I heard you say, let's go over the, the west, west of, the week. of the week. Yeah. That's no, not what I said. The rest of the like. week. To totally. all of us, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that right? Oh, you oh, ever flooded I said the rest <laughs> to the film. The rest of the week. Wait, the week. Yeah. Is there any wabbits? That's Calgary. <laughs> not here. Uh, okay, so our games. That's all of our games this week. We have Saskatchewan versus Winnipeg, right? 
that's exciting. Uh, and now all the rest of my games have disappeared that I had on my list. So is that a problem? Please. I believe so. We Saskatchewan, have... Winnipeg, Ottawa at yeah, BC, well, and, and Toronto at Calgary. Yeah. And... Perfect. I like this. Thank you for that. They're a super fan. Uh, and then, of course, we'll do an Elks prop bet. If anybody uh, watching on YouTube has a prop bet for us, throw it in the chat for us, and we'll go through some different options. And I did ask the guys uh, from the flight deck if they had ones to add in as well. So let's just start with some pickums really quick. Uh, out of those games, who do you got? Let's start with you, Mr. Um, Capper. Winnipeg. Uh, what, were the, what were the other games, Mike? Uh, Ottawa at BC. <laughs> Uh, Ottawa, BC, and yeah. uh, Toronto at Calgary. Uh, for the help of the Alouettes, I, I, I will say Calgary. I'll say Calgary. All right, fair. Cliffy? Uh, well, I think it's all going to depend which Winnipeg team shows up because, uh, I mean, yes, they've dominated for the most part against the, the Riders, but uh, they've also looked uh, kind of shaky against the Eastern teams. So, thankfully, a good thing that <laughs> Regina is not considered east of anything other than BC, maybe, <laughs> and Alberta. <laughs> but uh, I, I definitely think Winnipeg goes for the sweep and uh, they get it. But I, I definitely see them two wanting to uh, clinch that home playoff spot. And uh, I think with a win, they will actually have a home playoff spot locked up. So mm-hmm. I see them being motivated enough to do that. Uh, Ottawa, BC. BC in a in a route. I don't care who the quarterback is. I think you can put just about anybody in. You know, VA is going to run the table on Ottawa because they're just a hot freaking mess right now. <laughs> and Toronto, Calgary. I think Calgary just you know the, the, it won't be dominant, but I definitely think Calgary will pull out the win because they have to. They got they got to stay in pace with uh, Winnipeg and BC. So. I see them motivated enough. And, yes, it would definitely help the Alouettes, too, if uh, Calgary can uh, pull out that W. So, we'll see. It's either going to be Calgary or Calgary East, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, super fan. Well, like both our brethren with the Alouettes flight deck, I'm predicting that we're going to see a home team sweep this week. So, all four yes. home teams will win. It'll be great. <laughs> yep, love it. Yep. It was the exact line that I was going to just yep. use. The home team sweep, including us. That's right. Perfect. All right. That's what I've got, too. Commissioner, you got anything different? Echo. Five Echo. Five. All right. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be fair, guys. Yeah. Edmonton's so won Kayla the last... And her, I can never pick against the Alouettes. Nonsense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that was with you... VA. That was with VA, though. You got a lot of my faves, though, still. So, so many. There are more Elks from 2021 than there are on the team now. More, more. Yeah. I mean, I won't admit the history history for Elks, Owls. I mean, I'm looking at it now. Owls are uh, 11, and, 11, and 30, 11 and 30 in Edmonton. And six, of the, like last, six wow. of the last seven they have lost. But, I mean, I, one thing I, you know what? I really think you guys want the Owls to win. Because I don't want to take away another giveaway day when they make one of those commemorative banners that say, we have now the worst losing home record in league history. Come we on. still do. We, I mean, it's a tie, but we still have it. Yeah, but you need that banner. Come on. I mean, when did, you know, you got to put up. I mean, another don't get wrong. It would look great here, but yeah. yeah. Another T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's, That's right perfect. Yeah, yeah, Kayla, perfect. a T-shirt. I, uh, yeah, I went to this. I went to this game to watch a home losing streak, and all I got was a stupid T-shirt. <laughs> hang, hang next to that mop of Chris Agar's when they finally break off a kick return. Right. <laughs> nice. Nice. Right yeah. there, going. He may not have hair left by the time they get one. So pulling yeah, it out doesn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, the, oh, if we get those T-shirts, I'm sending. I'm Capper. I'm sending you one for your man corner. You can put it on the wall. Oh, right yes, there. that's perfect. Yeah, it's all, all years will say it's all your fault. We got the stupid T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> just say thanks, um, Montreal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah. With we'll put Kayla's unimpressed face on it. Yeah. Um, she does have one of those. Uh, okay, so let's go with... Um, uh, we need a prop bet here. So, uh, Capper, Cliffy, did you guys have a prop bet you wanted to throw it as an option for this game? 
Penalties. <laughs> oh my! Like over under, over under for both teams. Let's go with uh, fifteen. Oh, both teams. You're going to go over under fifteen penalties in yes. total. In total. I, okay, I love this. I'm not even going to change it. I'm not changing the line. I love it. Okay, uh, Commissioner, over under fifteen penalties combined. Oh man, I was gonna say under, but are you saying fourteen and a half? Or are you saying fifteen and a half? Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I'll let Cliffy figure it out. What What do you want to say, Cliffy? Do you want to go? Is it going to be fourteen and a half? So, or is it'll be fifteen and a half? Oh no, no, I'm going sweet sixteen. Sweet sixteen. Okay. So, so fifteen and a half is the line. Okay. All right then. Okay. Okay. So you're going over. Okay. So commissioner, what are you doing? Oh man, you know it's a two o'clock game, so the rowdiness hasn't started. I'll go under. the 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 temperament's calm still. It's an it's an yeah an earlier game. So yeah. Okay, I appreciate that. Capper, what do you under. got? Under, no question. Is this Whoa. after kickoff or before? No, no question. <laughs> just, just by how well, just by how well, uh, watch me eat my words. How well the Owls have been doing the past couple of weeks when it came to the penalties, I've, I've been really impressed. So I'm going to say under for total. Okay, yeah, but you know who they're playing. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, did you? Yeah, yeah, but then again, <laughs> I know. But uh, again, I thought with Hamilton last week that there would be a heck of a lot more penalties than there were. And the Owls had only five, and it was under it was under eighty yards. So I mean that that's a huge win. I mean it's they, they've been doing better, but you know as I said, watch me eat my words. And the Owls set a team record for sixteen <laughs> for penalty. Yeah, for penalty yard. You know what? We'll set that record. You guys can set the other one. Um, wow, that's so very kind. Know. Oh yeah. Nice. All right. Super fan. Well, to put it in perspective, the last time these two teams played, there was 21 penalties. Oh. Uh, so I don't think these teams really like each other. There is a lot of familiarity. A lot of people who have escorted settled being traded or not signed, released, whatever, and now appearing on that other team. So I think there's still a bit of animosity there. So, yeah, I'm going over. Okay, yeah, I, I'm going over as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd be shocked if they don't hit 20. Like, you could have set the line at 19 and a half, I would have said over. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, it, yeah. I'm like, 30. I know we won Saskatchewan, but how many penalties did we have there? Like, the 14 or something on our own? It was ridiculous. Like, uh, against was, Saskatchewan? Oh. Yeah, the really? one that we won. I don't know how we did it because we had a ton of penalties. What game did I watch? Jeez. <laughs> I thought we did. Or was it the week before? Anyway, whatever. We're good at getting penalties, so we, I'm going to say we over. are so good at yeah. getting penalties. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's how that works. We had 12 All right. last uh, week for 158 yards. It, there you go. See, I oh, 158. That was the one that drove me nuts. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, okay, so fantasy football. We are into the final week of the regular Ooh. season. EFL Pod Fantasy League. Uh, I did pick up a win last week against Joe from Rouge, White, and Blue. And Mike, you unfortunately lost to our evil friend Ryan. Yeah. Um, I'm first overall. Mike, you're still in fourth, though. Uh, I have uh, Argo Fancast this week. You have Travis from I the do. Two and Out podcast. And then we hit the playoffs. So we know we're in. Now it's a matter of where do we place, and let's hope we do not face each other in the first round. <laughs> that would be well, I think there's, there's uh, eight teams in the playoffs. That's correct. Eight yes. podcasters. Well, I mean, for first and fourth, we should be all right because it'll be first, eighth, blah, blah, blah. So as long as I don't have a really bad uh, week and you don't you know, also lose, then we should be fine. Then we should be good. Yeah, exactly. Then we won't have to worry about that, and we can meet in the final let's and bring the belt back to Edmund there we go. as it should be. So fancy. Like uh, make sure, of course, that you are following all the great shows, CF Pod Network, and uh, at CFL Pod Fantasy if you want to see the scores and things from our last couple of weeks. Um, 
boys, thank you for joining us. This was awesome to have you on to do a little preview session for uh, this game this week and a few laughs. Uh, tell everybody where they find your show and where they can follow along with all the all, all the great Alouette stuff that you guys wrote. Well, you can find the show on Twitter at AlouettesFLDeck. Uh, you can also find the show on Facebook uh, at, uh, or sorry, Facebook.com slash AlouettesFlightDeckPod. On Instagram at Alouette's Flight Deck, and now on YouTube officially at yes. youtube.com slash Alouette Flight Deck. We're very excited <laughs> about that. Woo-hoo. So happy to get our URL. And of course, you can find me on Twitter as well at Cliffy D. And Tim, you can find at Repack. That's R E P P A C T. I want to do mine in, in the in the way that uh, that uh, Andrew does his. You can find me on 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 Twitter at Repack. That's R E P P A C T. Dot com. Do it your way. Dot com. Very nice. Exactly. That's, that was outstanding. Yeah, it was well, well done. And now you get to see. You know, you get to hear the rest live. Um, but uh, also, I want to say thanks again to Kevin Brown for joining us for the show tonight. Uh, he was an amazing guest, and I want to send out a, a thank you to Hernan and Evan and the Elks team there for always helping us uh, get in some guests and, and get some of the guys on the show. It's really nice to get to know these guys, uh, and it's easier for easier to cheer for them when you uh, have the connection. So that was uh, absolutely outstanding. So thank you, you guys. Uh, Super fan commissioner, where do we find you guys on the Twitters? Let's start with commissioner uh, at Duchess Lombardi on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And <laughs> you can find me pretty much everywhere at Fifty Six Parkies, and then you can find the history and horde segment at the Edmonton Football History Twitter account at EDM H I S T O R E E. Wonderful. And of course, you can find me at Free Palicious. Uh, our APN shout out this week goes to Scam Time Podcast, Stephanie and Karen, aka the Fraud Broads, which makes me feel good to say out loud, but that's what they call themselves. Our extra season three of Talking Frauds and Phonies in a True Crime Comedy Podcast. Find them and all the other great shows at albertapodcastnetwork.com. All right, and uh, pay it forward with football. Make sure you're following our friends there. Uh, they are doing amazing things to spread kindness, and that's what we need more of in this world, so follow them. And, of course, check out our good friend Celeste's blog, vinyljourney.com, because it's so amazing. And I, I, I love reliving the album through her eyes. It's just awesome. So make sure you're following that. Uh, join us in the huddle at the Turf District. That's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, and of course, if uh, and you can also find us on YouTube, as uh, as Cliffy said, youtube.com slash the Turf District Podcast. Uh, if you're on YouTube live, stick around with us for overtime. We will be back very soon to chat more and answer your questions. Uh, and otherwise, we will be back next week to talk about our first win at home in a while because we're so excited about it. And we're going to have t shirts that say we finally won. And I'm going to send one of those. As and well. it's pleasant. So, <laughs> is it effing pleasant? Oh, it's effing pleasant. Probably pleasant. That's right. That's what it is. Probably. Yeah. Kayla. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so for Kevin Brown, the Al's Flight Deck Crew, Commissioner Kayla, and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.